Discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything He is, that is why He told Abraham, He said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave Himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God Himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatin as Christ is magnified in you. Thank you for the beautiful, glorious destiny you've given unto us. We know that our destination is that of glory. You've called us to love, to stand before you blameless in love. And we are grateful, Lord. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you so much for your word, for giving us your word. We are grateful. We are thankful. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You may take your seats in heavenly places where you belong. It's so wonderful to be here with you this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've missed you so much. Are you sure? Yeah, I've missed you so much. And I bring you greetings from all the churches in Accra. Hallelujah. It's been, it's been wonderful. We've had a wonderful time with them. We're at the Kaswa Church. And then we were at the Kanishi Church. And then we were at the Medina Church. We had some leaders' meetings with everybody. Had some pastors' meetings with all of them. We had a wonderful time with them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The anointing of God's Spirit upon their lives is increasing, just as it's increasing upon yours. Yeah, and they're expanding. This is a year of increasing glory, isn't it? Yeah. They're expanding. Hallelujah. See, I'm expanding. I'm expanding. Say it again. I'm expanding. I'm expanding. On every side of my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, we have a calling unto glory, isn't it? We have a calling unto glory. If you read the Bible, you let God, God lets us know that he has called us to glory. Hallelujah. He has called us to glory. If you go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, I want to show it to you. Oh. 2 Thessalonians, rather, chapter 2. Let's read from verse 13. Says, but we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God has from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth, whereunto He called you by a gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Says, whereunto He called you by our gospel. See, He has called me by the gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Did you see that? Hallelujah. hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you go to Second Peter chapter 1, from verse 2, a similar thing is written there. Okay, Second Peter chapter 1, from verse 2. Let's read. It says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Then verse 3 says, According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life, and godliness. This is this is one of the scriptures I love so much. It says, according as his divine power, according as God's divine power, it is God who has done it. It is God Himself who has done it. According to his divine power, he says he has given unto us all things that pertains to life and godliness. That's why God spoke to us that way. The fact that he has all that we require is inside. He's giving us everything. He says, according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory. And virtue. He says he has called you to glory. We have a calling unto glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've been called unto the glory of God. This is a year of increasing glory, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The glory of God is resident in your spirit. If you are born again, the glory of God is resident in your spirit. What is the glory of God? The glory of God is the manifestation of the spirit of God. In his beauty. In his power. In his effulgence. You see, we've been called to display the virtues of God. That is our life. If you read in First Peter chapter two verse nine, a very wonderful scripture there. Let's read it. First Peter two nine. I love it. I hope you are taking notice of the scriptures I'm quoting to you. It's very important. It says, "But you are a chosen generation." See, I'm a chosen generation. I'm a chosen generation. Never read the Bible with your grandmother in mind, or read the Bible with your brother in mind. Read the Word of God with yourself in mind, because the Word of God is written to you. Hallelujah. 
is written to you if you want to know who you are if you don't want to know what you are made of read the bible the bible is very important the word of god is very important you see so he lets us resist but you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood and holy nation a peculiar people let's read the amplified the amplified is so nice i want us to look at the amplified hallelujah it says but you are a chosen race say i'm a chosen race it means that you are neither black nor white hallelujah neither are you yellow you know there are yellow people in the, in the system isn't it there's a yellow race you know that right or you don't know the asians are yellow they are not white they are yellow yeah and then the europeans are white in nature then the africans are black in nature so there are three different races in the system isn't it yellow white and then black but there's another race there's brown who are brown the indians they are brown okay so there's brown too isn't it it says but you're a chosen race i'm a chosen race this statement is the biggest statement that can ever be made in your life it means that you cannot be limited by your race your business is not going to be limited because of your color what you have started is going to get bigger and bigger and stronger and greater and bigger and all races will come and serve you because you are of a superior race which is the race of god the bible says that we are we are chosen of god any man who is born again if any man be in christ he's a new creature he's a new creation altogether it says all things are passed away then it says behold look at it all things have become new so you have to look at what you have become it says all things have become new what have you become i'm a new race there's nothing that can stop me in this world the victory that god has given unto me cannot be prevented by anything my life is full of glory full of increase because i'm of a different race i'm of a superior race jesus said that the kingdom from whence i come from is higher than every other kingdom is higher than the kingdom of this world he says i'm not of this world he says you are of this world but i'm not of this world i'm from above that's what jesus said hallelujah hallelujah see i'm from above, I'm from above. we are different this is very important you see the word of god is given to us to let us know what exactly we are what exactly we are what has happened to you? what has really happened to you the day you became born again it wasn't it wasn't an ordinary day it wasn't just something that just happened you didn't just say some things something really did happen something really did happen to you okay yes you were taken from the kingdom of darkness and placed in the kingdom of light you so you don't belong in darkness that is what the bible calls us the light of the world oh hallelujah Hallelujah. go to much chapter 5 verse 14 we'll come back to this it's so nice oh i'm full of the holy ghost right now i'm telling you just talking about this thing it means that i cannot be limited i cannot be limited what a thought i cannot be limited in life can you imagine starting a child's life letting him know that he cannot be limited by anything in his life he can't be limited. just imagine what you achieve i can just see what you are going to be achieving in your life because nothing can by any means prevent you from achieving what god has sent you to achieve the bible says whatever word that proceeds out of the mouth of god goes to fulfill what it has been, he has said to do no word from god returns unto him void and the bible says that we are the word of god having a in flesh being born again not a corruptible seed oh hallelujah says being born again not of a destructible seed you cannot be destroyed nothing can destroy your life nothing you have an indestructible life we are born after the power of an indissoluble indissoluble life the bible says that jesus is made a priest after the order of melchizedek and he has the power of an endless life the life that we have been given is endless it cannot be destroyed it cannot nothing can destroy it poverty cannot destroy it in fact poverty is, is actually meat for the life hallelujah, hallelujah. see i'm rich, I'm rich. oh he says we are the light of the world isn't it Matthew chapter 5 verse 14 it says you are the light of the world you are the light of the world by you the world receives definition the world does not define your life you define the world you show the world what to do light defines light brings development so when you go into an area you bring development there that is your life i'm just telling you what you have been made you see so if, if you are working in a place your presence there is what brings the money you should know who is bringing the money you should know who is bringing the money if they sack you they have lost you that is why when they suck you don't cry you tell them you have lost me and they'll come looking for you later there was this guy who uh, went to 
He went to Facebook for a job. He went to Google for a job. He went to Microsoft for a job. And all of them pushed him away. Then he got home, sat down, and decided to start something. And what he started, he sold for more than a billion dollars after some few years. To those people. Those same people who said no. I'm talking about the one who created WhatsApp. The WhatsApp you and I are using. It was started because the guy was frustrated. He was frustrated because he had gone, he thought he had something. And he went to all of them. They said, you don't have anything. Go away. They put his resume down. Later on, he realized that he had written to them for a job. And they didn't give it to him. And the same group went to him. You know Facebook has bought WhatsApp, right? He went to him to go and buy it at a very expensive price. I said, "When when they push you away, they've lost you. Never have the mindset of looking for something in life. You are, we are not looking for something. We are a package of blessing going everywhere to happen. So if you are there, they are blessed because you are there. The Bible says that God blessed Pharaoh's house because of Joseph. Because of Joseph. Laban. Laban. Jacob's uncle. Said on his own. That I know that God has blessed me for thy sake. For thy sake. Not because it's for your sake. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He has blessed me so that you can get some. For your sake. It is because of you. That is why the blessings are coming. When, when Joseph left Potiphar's house, Potiphar felt it. He knew he had lost something. When he came in, Potiphar saw differences. That is our life. So we, we, are, we are a bundle of success. God has planted into us all that is required for life. All that is required. Every single thing. Your whole life is inside you. All the money you ever get is inside you. Don't take these things for granted. All the money you ever need. It doesn't matter who your parents are. You should know that you are not born of your parents only. You have a new birth now. God has become your father. As many as received him. To them he gave the right, the power to become the sons of God. He said, should I who are not born of man? You are not born of man. See, I'm not born of man. Yeah, we are not born of men. We are not born of men. We are not those who have who have a genealogy from men. Our genealogy is from God. <laughs> we are the offsprings of God. God himself has given birth to us. These are things you have to get yourself, get yourself into, get yourself into God's word. Soaking into God's word. Find yourself, find your identity. And find your IQ in your identity. There's an IQ we have been given. Which is inside our identity. Hallelujah. So you are not ordinary. Okay? You are not, you are not an ordinary person at all. It says you are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. I can just see your future. I, I, I thought I can just see your future. And how glorious that future is. And that future is not far off. It's not, I'm not talking about two years from now. <laughs> no, the future starts a second from now. Since he has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He has. He has given it to us. It's inside. Say it's inside. It's inside. He says we are a chosen generation. Go back to it. Second, first Peter, right? First Peter chapter 1, verse, chapter 2, verse 9. He says, but you were a chosen race. A chosen race. Then it says a royal priesthood. So everybody is royal. That is why you must learn to treat each other very well. Don't treat the other person as nothing. The other person is royalty. The Bible says that we are kings and priests. So you must treat each other as royals. How do you treat a royal? You treat a royal with respect. With reverence. We must respect each other and revere each other. With honor. You see. Tell your about honor you. For the rest of my life. I'll treat you as royalty. Because you're a king. Hallelujah. But it says a royal priesthood. You see. A dedicated nation. We are a dedicated nation. Even though you've not done much, it says you are dedicated already. Dedicated to you are dedicated to God. You are a dedicated nation unto God. Then it says God's own purchased special people. That is why I say I'm special. special. Yeah. I, I got that from this verse. It says we are special. We are different. You see. See, I'm special. Close your eyes and see, I'm special. Oh, hallelujah. Special people that you may set for the wonderful deeds. This is our life. We've been called to demonstrate the character of God. Did you hear what I said? You see how God is excellent? 
he has called us to ex- to display his excellence. Can you imagine? You are the one God has kept in this earth to display his excellence. So when someone says you have seen the excellence of God, you didn't get me. That is why whatever you touch will be full of excellence. See, I'm full of excellence. You see, the, the things of God are activated by knowledge, first of all, and by declaration, second of all. You see, the things of God that he has done, what God has done in Christ for us, and what God has made us can be shown or can be accessed by knowledge. And then by declaring the knowledge. Hallelujah. Yeah. Those are the two things. You get to know it. Then you declare it with your mouth. Hallelujah. Somebody say, how can talking make any difference? Your talking makes all the difference. <laughs> Haven't you read the Bible? It says, where your mouth goes, your whole body goes. You can choose not to believe it. You can choose to decide to talk anyhow. And watch how your life will go. I will talk the way God wants me to talk. Then after 10 years, come and let's compare ourselves and see. We can do a deal like that. Hallelujah. <laughs> if you are not talking right, you not go where you not go where you're supposed to go to. If you are saying that you are nothing, you will be nothing. You must say, I'm full of glory. Full of glory. My life is full of success. That is what you should be saying for yourself because your tongue, the Bible says, he calls the tongue an unruly evil. It is set on the course of destruction, the course to hell. If you are not careful, your tongue can put you in hell. Yeah, why are people, why are people going to hell? Because of their tongue. Because of what they have said. They've said that they don't believe in Jesus. And their tongue, their word is taking them to hell. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. By your words, you shall be justified. And by your words, you shall be condemned. Isn't that amazing? That small member in your body. Look at how small your tongue is. Look at how little your tongue is. It's very small, isn't it? But it controls your whole body. It controls your whole life. There's a course that you must set for yourself to follow. And that course can be set by your mouth. Let me show you to James chapter 2. Oh, I'm showing you so many things, right? James 3 verse 4, not 2. James chapter 3 verse 4. Oh, Hallelujah. The book of James, chapter 3. I think it would be nice if you read from verse 2. Let's read from verse 2 so that we get we understand what he's trying to say. Okay? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, I'm called unto glory. glory. Hmm. For in many things, he says, we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the man who does not offend in word, how do we tell your maturity? By your words. He says, the man, if any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man or a matured man. And able also to bridle the whole body. He's able to bridle his whole body. He's able, he's able to bring into subjection his whole body. That fornication is not going to go away if you don't talk right. If you don't learn how to control your tongue, you will not... <laughs> your body will end up in fornication. Your body will end up in disgrace. Your body will end up in failure. Are you hearing me? He says, for any man, in, for in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man. And able also, he is able to bridle, to hold his whole body. Then he goes on to explain. Look at verse 3. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth, that they may obey us. And we turn about their whole body. The whole horse is turned about by a bit in his mouth. If you can control the mouth, you can control the whole body. He's saying that we can control our whole body by controlling our mouths. By watching what we say. Look at the next thing. Behold also the ships. Have you seen a ship before? Who has seen a ship before? Ships are very huge. They are big, right? Very huge. A ship can be about 16 times this building. That's one of the smallest ships. Those are small small ships. 16 times this building. It's very small. There are ships that can ship ships. Ship that ship ships that ship ships. Yeah, very huge. They are big. They are like a city. Very huge. They can build very big ships. He says, behold also the ships, which though they be so great, even the Bible says, he says they are so great, and are driven of fierce winds. They are driven of fierce winds. You see, they are driven of fierce winds. That's how they are driven. Fierce winds hit them and drive them. Yet are they turned about with a very small helm. They are turned about with a very small helm, with a small rudder. A small helm. That whole big ship is turned about 
by a small helm. Have you seen? Do uh, you know what I'm talking about? What the captain stands by? The steer. <laughs> if you don't understand helm, steer will do. Hallelujah. It's actually steering. Eh? It's not steer, like they say. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He says, Yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. The owner, the captain wants it to go. Wherever the captain wants it to go, he sets the course. If a ship should set sail from this place to America, how would he not miss his target? Because he's driven by fierce winds. You know what I'm talking about. There are fierce winds that will come in. Right? There are winds that will come, the waves will come. All those, all those things will happen. Yet, the ship is able to go where it has decided to go. It made, it had a decision to go somewhere. And it set sail. It set itself on a course. And was able to, it's able to go to that place. How is it able to do that? By the small helm that is in the ship. In the same way, you can set the course of your life. Where do you want to be? How do you want things to be for you? How do you want your life to be? Just, just as the ship goes, even though there are so many winds, so many, the winds may, whatever, it may come as strong as it want to, but the ship will go where it's supposed to go to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You must learn to talk the word. You must learn to talk God's word. It's so important. When the Bible mentions being a doer of the word, being a doer of the word begins from talking the word. Being a, that's what it means to be a, be a doer. Doer means to talk the word. To talk God's word concerning yourself. So you don't say, I, 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 I think I'm going to fail. No! Don't say that. My life is full of glory. Success is mine. I refuse to fail. I've been set on the course of success. And nothing can move me. Nothing can change my course. I'm a success. I'm a bundle of success going somewhere to happen. I've been sent of God. I've been called of God. I've got, I've got a bright destiny. And that is how I'm going to end up. Full of glory. Exhibiting God's manif- manifesting God's power, God's character everywhere I go. That is my life. No, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. No, stop talking like that. You are making a very big mistake by talking like that. The more you talk like that, the more you set your future in the wrong way. Because in life, fierce winds come. There are fierce winds. Always. Fierce winds. What you want to get, you, can't, you will not get just like that. It doesn't happen. No, it doesn't happen. What you are building will not just happen. There's a lot of decay. There's a lot of distraction. There are laws in this life that try to come against us. What you want to get... Let me, sh- let me show you a scripture, okay? You have your Bible with you. Go to Matthew chapter 7. Let's read from verse 24. Matthew 7 from verse 24. Now, this is Jesus talking, okay? So remarkable. Jesus is talking here. Thank you, Jesus. You know, it's so, it's so wonderful how God has not left us in the dark. Not knowing what to do with ourselves. Hallelujah. It's so amazing. How God has not left us in the dark. Can you determine how your life will go? Emphatically, yes. Emphatically, yes. Yes, a million times. Yes, a billion times. And that is, that is, that is so good. That is so exciting to know. The fact that you can determine how your life will go. You. It's not in God's hand. It's in your hand. The last time I was talking about Farmer Jones. I don't know if you heard the story concerning Farmer Jones. There was this farmer called Farmer Jones. And there was a day someone was passing by his farm. And the person shouted to him, Farmer Jones, look how beautiful your farm is looking. Then he shouted back, well, you should have seen it when it it was only God who had it. You hear what I said? The guy shouted, look at how beautiful your farm is looking. Then he also shouted back, well, you should have seen how, how it was, how it looked like when God had it on his own. That's an audition, that's a daring statement, isn't it? Yeah. He was, he was actually quoting scriptures. God is working in consonance with you for your life. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because the, the, the land was there, it was there, it was there. And rain, the rain, God was pouring the rain. God's job is to bring the rain. And was bringing the rain. And the more the rain came, the more the ground yielded weeds. The ground, the earth was yielding weeds. But when Farmer Jones came in, 
When Farmer Jones came in, he took a tractor, tilled the land, got the land bare, and planted seeds. All that is done by Farmer Jones, he planted seeds. Then God rained. And when God rained, what God had put into the soil came in contact with the rain and caused the seed to grow. And Farmer Jones was all the while telling it, pruning the, 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 the farm, you know, pruning the trees in the farm and doing what the things he was supposed to do. Then the farm began to yield fruit. Then the land began to yield fruit. The land will not yield fruit if God rains his rain upon it. No matter how, much the, how many nutrients are in the soil, it will mean nothing if the man is not introduced. You are the governor of your life. You are the governor of your life. You are the governor of your life. Your life is in your hand. It's not in someone else's hand. It's not in your dad's hand. Stop looking at your dad. The fact that your dad, your dad has messed up your life. Leave him alone. Leave him be. He's done his own. Let him go. Now it is your, it is your time. It is your opportunity. You have to do something. Probably things have gone against you over the years. Things may have gone against you over the years. And you may sit down and cry. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Look at what has happened. I came, my, my father raped me. My mother did not look after me. This, this didn't happen for me. Read about Joyce Meyer. You see what I'm talking about. She didn't allow all those things. She was raped by her father on countless occasions. Countless occasions. And she had every, every right to become a, a Samway woman. Now she's raising others. With that same thing that was supposed to be a disadvantage in her life, she has turned it to her, her advantage. With God, all things are possible. He says, with God, all things are possible. It is with God. It means that God must do it with somebody. With God, all things are possible. God wants to do it with you. You are the governor of your life. That is why you must take the word of God seriously. Don't decide. Don't let somebody else. Don't let somebody else determine how your life will go. Don't let someone stand. Don't let someone determine how your life is going to go. No. I refuse to let someone show me what to do with my life. Destroy my life. No. My life is in my hand. It's in my hand. It's in God's hand as much as it is in my hand. It is in our hands. And we are going to make something beautiful out of it. Yeah. We are going to make something beautiful out of it. See, I know I'm going. See, I've been called of God. I've got a destiny in God. And I'll fulfill it before I return to him. Say, I'll not return to him void. I'll not return to him void. Say it again, I'll not return to him void. You see, we are the word of God. We won't return to him void. He has spoken us into this earth. He has spoken us into this earth. He didn't bring you to come and suffer. Your desire for good is not evil. Your desire for good, you should know it is not, it's not evil. It's not an evil thing. Your desire to live a buoyant life is a desire from God. God works on good. Why would he give back to children that will walk in dust? What are you talking about? God's desire for you is for you to live in abundance, in wealth, in glory, in beauty, in love, full of joy every single day. But the world in which Adam has plunged us into is not like that. Doesn't want that. That is why the Bible says that whatever is born of God overcometh this world. Are you born of God? Yeah. It says you overcome this world. It is our destiny. It is our life. It is our nature to overcome this world. To overcome this world. Nothing in this world can overcome us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. See, I'm different. different. We are chosen race. We are called to demonstrate God's power. Called to demonstrate God's beauty. How will his beauty be known? His beauty be known by us. When Jesus was walking on the earth, he was God personified. He was God on the earth. He was a fulgence of God's glory. That's what the Bible says. He's the brightness of his glory. He's the brightness. He brings the brightness of the glory to the earth. Jesus is gone. Jesus has died, right? Say Jesus has died. Jesus has died. First of all, say Jesus came. Jesus, came. Jesus has died. Jesus, has died. Jesus, was Jesus was buried. Jesus rose again from the dead. Jesus, Jesus ascended to heaven. Jesus, Jesus is now in my heart. He's in me on, on earth. So it means that that glory that was with him is the same glory that is in us. And we have been called to demonstrate the beauty of that glory. Jesus never had any sense of need. Never. He never had any sense of need. He always spoke as one who was in charge. Always in charge. That's how we are to talk. 
you must learn, you must change your vocabulary. All the foolish things that you have been saying, you have to stop. Stop it. Okay? Say to your neighbor, stop it. Talk right. Tell him, talk right. Yeah. Hebrews 1 3, right? He says, Who being the brightness of his glory? He's talking about Jesus here. He says, Jesus is the brightness of his glory. Jesus is gone. We are here now. And he's in us here now. We are the brightness of God's glory in the earth. In other words, we are the ones to show his character. Jesus was demonstrating the character of God. You know that, right? Jesus demonstrated the love of God. Jesus even coined the word for love. He called it agape. Unconditional. It was coined by Jesus. Before Jesus, nobody used it. He was the first person who used it. Agape. He was demonstrating love. Look at this world in which we are. Even wet tries to bring you bitterness. School brings you bitterness. You know all those people who have come to who went to first year and were so excited after the exam? After the first exam, they all became some way. They all became serious. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. The way your boss will talk to you, you realize that life is not easy. Isn't it? The boss will talk to you in a certain way. Those of you who don't have bosses, very soon you have bosses. And they will drive you for you to know that, yes. If you are not smart, you will do that for 30 years of your life, go on pension, and die just like that. It has happened to too many people. God doesn't want to happen to you. That's why I'm talking to you now. Hallelujah. Go to Mark chapter 7, right? Verse 24. Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 7 verse 24. It says, Therefore, whosoever hears these sayings of mine, whoever hears these sayings of mine, this is Jesus talking, he says, whoever hears these sayings of mine and doeth them, the one who does the word. How do you do the word? I just told you, right? You talk it. You agree with God. You agree with what God has said. God didn't say you're a failure. God said you're a success. So I agree with God. You say the same thing. Okay? There was this thing I saw on one of these social networks, a picture of two ladies, you know, and one was giving, a, one, was, one was saying something, an example, giving an example. Then he said, for example, in, in my, you were, you were poor. If you are poor, then the other lady said, I, I cannot be poor. Then he said, that is why I said it is an example. Then he said, even in your example, I cannot be poor. Did you hear that? Yeah. Is the person too, being too fussy? No. She knows what she's talking about. Okay? What has God said about you? This is what God has said about you. He says, well, you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. He says, you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is his grace, his ability. He says, even though he was rich, yet for your sake, for your sake, say for my sake. sake. Say it again, for my sake. sake. He says, yet for your sake, he became poor. So that you through his poverty might become rich. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor. That you through his poverty might be, might be rich. That is why he came. He came so that you might become something. God became man so that man can be in the class of God. We are not the ones trying to make ourselves like God. He made us like him. So refuse to be poor. Especially when you see it around you. Don't let your confession change. When, when you are seeing it around you, it's called faith. We do the word of God by faith. How? What is faith? The spirit of faith is after this manner. We all believe. He says, I have believed, therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore we speak. That is, that is the spirit of faith. That is the attitude of faith. Okay? That is how faith is demonstrated. Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13 says, We have in the same spirit of faith. It says, We have the same spirit. We have the same spirit of faith. According as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore we speak. That is faith. I'm not sharing with you cunning advice fables. I'm not sharing with you stories. I'm showing you how to live. Okay? I'm not sharing with you stories. Not at all. If this thing does not work, I wouldn't be standing here. If, it, if faith doesn't work, I wouldn't be standing here. Not at all. I've seen it work in my own life. I've seen it work in other people's lives. 
That is why we use great, great plainness of speech. Because we know what we've been called for. It works. Say it works. It works. Yeah. It says, whosoever hear these words, these sayings of mine, and doeth them. It says, I'll liken him to a, unto a man who built his house on a rock. This man built his house on a rock. Matthew 7, 24. Look at the next thing. And the rain descended. Say the rain descended. The rain descended. Say it again. The rain descended. When we say rain descends, he didn't say when the rain fell. He said the rain descended. That is pressure. Rain that comes with pressure. He says, and the rain descended and the floods came. Floods. Floods are floods. I was saying somewhere that two of my very, two of, two of, two of the very, two people that I knew when I was a child, as I was growing up, died in the last flooding. Two of them, they just died like that. Floods are not nice. We're watching a certain video. A man's house had been carried away by the flood. In America, his house, his whole house. This is an elderly man, 50-something. His house had been carried away. All his earnings of life, which he had invested into his house, had been carried away by flood. Floods are not nice. When we say flood, flood is water, right? But it's water that is not nice. Yeah, he says, and the floods came and the winds blew. The winds blew and beat upon that house. All of, he says, the rain descended. The floods came. And the winds blew and beat. They did all these things and beat upon that house. They beat upon that house. So don't, don't ask questions when you are going through things. Don't, don't ask those questions. Why me? Why am I the one going through it? Who else should go through it? No, who else should go through it? Listen, those things are meat for us. They are bread for us. Christianity is not, it's not weak. We are not weaklings. We are not weaklings. We've got the power of God resident in our spirits. That is what we are. We have the power of God resident in our spirits. Yeah. Whatsoever is born of God, overcome the world. So no matter what comes your way, you overcome. She's the one who does the word. The one who talks the word. I said you do the word by faith. The word of God is done by faith. I have not seen or felt what I want to see shown physically here on earth. I have not seen it. But because God has said it, I believe it. And that settles it. Therefore, I act like that in Jesus' mighty name. That is faith. I act like that. So all those of you who are looking for jobs, don't sit down and be asking questions. I don't know. I don't know. I'll put application. Stop that. Stop talking like that. You put application where? What are you talking about? Look inside. Find out what is inside. Find out what is inside. And release words along that line. And watch things happen. Watch things happen. Where the word of the king is, there's what? There's power. Where the word of the king is, there's ability. There's dynamic ability to cause a change. We are not weak. We are not. Say, I'm not weak. Say, I'm not weak. Say, I have something. I've got something in my spirit. He says, he has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. These things will come. Pressure will come. There's nothing. No success is achieved just like that. No. No. I'll tell you a lie. I'll be lying to you if I tell you like that. It doesn't happen like that. Things come. Issues come. But it is your job to handle those issues. When they come, you begin to you 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 laugh. Yeah, the Bible says the one who says in the heavens shall laugh. He shall laugh. And we are seated in heavenly places together with Christ. So we laugh at the problem. You are not getting someone to marry. Laugh. Don't cry. You are not getting a child. Laugh. Don't cry. Hallelujah. You are not getting a job. Laugh. Don't cry. Don't come and see us. Hey, Pastor, I don't know. I've been trying. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Stop talking like that. Your vocabulary is what is keeping you where you are. You've heard the word of God so many times, but you've not learned to put it to work. Put the word of God to work. Be a doer of the word. Practice the word. Practice the word of God. Look at yourself in the mirror and say you are going somewhere. You are going to, you are going to build something that will be needed by the whole world. Talk to the guy in the mirror. That is what you are supposed to be doing. Not sitting there and I don't know what I'm going to do. How, what has happened to you since, you since you started behaving like that? Has anything changed? Nothing has changed. It hasn't changed. So why are you still going that same way? You should know that you are on the wrong path. You are on the wrong path. You are not going the right way. Change your, your direction. Change your direction. I refuse to talk like that. I refuse to think like that. I have all things. All things are mine. 
Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. You talk the word. Yeah, Psalm 2 verse 4. It says, he that sitteth in the heaven shall laugh. He shall laugh. You see, before he said this, he mentioned that they are, they are, they are putting things together. That people of the earth. Go, go from verse 1. Let's read from verse 1. Why do the heathen rage? And the people imagine a vain thing. It says the heathen are they rage. And they imagine a vain thing. Look at the next thing. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed saying. Who's the Lord's anointed? Yeah. The anointed one is called Christ. We have, we have the same name. We are joined together with him. Don't you understand? Yeah. This is a prophetic utterance concerning Jesus Christ. This is a prophetic utterance concerning Jesus Christ. But he's in us. We are one with him. So it's a prophecy concerning us as well. That is why I said nothing shall by any means can Oh, can limit you in life. Look at it. Look at it. Go, go. It says, the kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel. They take counsel. They are planning. People are planning to make you fail. Yeah. Someone is on your case. I'm telling you. You know people, I don't know if you, if you know that sometimes people can take your picture to the juju man to do something to you. Maybe you don't know I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, sometimes people sit down and plan. Plan to do things against you. Sometimes you have enemies you don't even know you have. You don't even know that you have enemies. You don't know that they are enemies. Yeah, but they are there. But it says no matter what they do. Since they, they take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cross from us. Look at the next thing. It says, he that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The one who sits in the heavens shall laugh. So you laugh. You look at them, you laugh. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you are seated far above all principalities and powers. There's nothing that shall by any means hurt you. That's what Jesus said. He says, and nothing shall by any means. He says, I give you power against. Power against all the power and all the ability of the devil. I give you power against. In other words, they will try to come, but I've given you something against them. Failure will try to come, but I've given you power against that failure. Because failure was not created by God. Disease was not created by God. Lack was not created by, by God. None of those things were created by God. God Don't say that God has brought this thing to humble me. There's something wrong with you. God has brought this failure around me to, to humble me. I'm not getting a job because God, has, God wants to humble me. Okay, go ahead and be humbled. Go ahead and be humbled. I'm failing in school because God wants to humble me. What a, what a humility. <laughs> Hallelujah. See, I've been born for the top. Yeah. He says the winds came, right? The winds came. And they beat upon it. But he was still standing. He was still standing. He was still standing. You must do the word. If you don't do the word, look at, what, look at the next thing. And everyone that hears these things of mine and doeth them not. You see? The one who hears the word. I'm telling you the word right now, isn't it? I'm showing you what you are. You can walk out there and say that, oh, they are just saying some stories. It's up to you. Put the word of God to work. People have put it to work. There are people here. We have testimonies around. So many. People who have put it to work. What we are saying to work. They've allowed the word of God to take roots in their spirits. They've seasoned their spirits with the word. Seasoned their hearts. Allowed their hearts to be synchronized some more with God's word. With their spirit inside. And nothing shall by any means hurt them. She's a one. And everyone that hears these things of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man. She says, who built his house upon the sand? He built it upon the sand. So everybody's building something. Whether you know it or not, you are building something. If you decide to use the word of God, you are building something. If you decide not to use it, you are still building something. Something is being built at every point in time in your life. That's why I have challenges with people who are in church and are not serious with God. How can you be in church? How can you be in a place like this and not be serious with God? Be disinterested in every single thing that is happening. There's something wrong. I want to tell you today that you are building. You are, you are building something, whether you know it or not. You are building something. Maybe today is your first time here. You are building something. 
Maybe this is the first time you are hearing these words. You are building something. You build something up to this stage. I think it is in your own interest to change what you are building. And start building on the rock. If you have not been building on it. How do you build on the rock? Through God's word. Be a doer of the word. Okay? So it's not a hearer only. Deceiving your own self. You are deceiving your own self. You are deceiving your own spirit. Keep your finger here. Let me show you that scripture. God showed us something wonderful in it some few days ago. James chapter 1. From verse 21. Let's read from verse 22 so that it makes more sense. James 1, 22. What Jesus said is being said by James. But in a different way. A slightly different way. Okay, He says, but be doers of the word. And not hearers only. He says, be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. You know who a hearer is, right? He says, deceiving your own selves. If you are here only, you are deceiving your own self. You are, not dece- you are deceiving your own self. Okay? For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in the mirror. And straight away goes, he says, for he beholdeth himself and goeth away his way. And straight away forgetteth what manner of man he was. He forgets what manner of man he was. Look at the next thing. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continue therein, he be not a forgetful hearer. The word forgetful eh, means in the Greek, it means to ignore. Are you listening to me? It means to ignore. It means to ignore. It means that the thing is there, but you have decided not to use it. Because when the Holy God is coming to you, faith is coming to you. As I'm, as I'm talking to you, faith is coming to you. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Act on the faith that you are hearing. Has come to you. Act on it. So from today onwards, you decide that I've changed my vocabulary. I'm not going to talk defeat ever again in my life. I'm not going to talk disease and sickness ever again in my life. I'm never going to talk poverty. That is what you are supposed to. That should be your reaction from what you have heard. It's not a joke. Oh. Don't go outside and go and say, say to your friend, Hey, I'm a doer of the word. Hey, you are a joke. You are a joke. All those who have been doing that, you are joking. You don't know what you are supposed to. You don't know what you are doing. Don't behave like that. You know, some years ago, in church, I grew up, I grew up in church. Okay? I found myself in church when I was like five. I noticed that I was in church when I was, when I was five. Yeah. I became alive in church. I, I got to know my surroundings. There were guys in there who were jokers. They are the ones everybody will conglomerate around and they'll be fooling around, you know. They are the fooling brethren. When the word of, when the word of God comes, then they, they fool with it. They make terms out of it. It's, it's madness. I've lived in life for some time and I've seen those people. I, I know them. And I know where they have, they have ended right now. We are just, we've not even gone halfway of our life. But where they are now is not pleasant at all. And they know it. But they don't know what it is. When you tell them, they don't hear they don't hear. The word of God is the power of God. Don't neglect the word of God. Says the one who he says he forgetteth what manner of man he is. The word forget he says neglects. That thing is there, but he has neglected it. He's playing with it. He's playing with it, making jargons and cliches. It's working. It's working. But you, you are just making fun of it. Some people come to church and it's the funny side of the, the what happened that made us laugh is what you remember. That is the only thing you remember. It's a, it's a problem. It's a mistake. Don't wait until the winds blow on you. On your house. Don't wait until that happens. Don't wait until you fall. The Bible says that the, the fall of that particular building that was built on the sand was great. It says it was a great. How great that fall was. These are people who heard the word. These are Christians. He's talking about Christians. James makes us know he's talking about Christians. He says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving your own self. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty, he calls the word of God the perfect law of liberty. It's a perfect law made for free men. It makes it liberates you some more. It lets you know what you have what you have been called for. It liberates you some more. Sometimes you wonder why some Christians are suffering so much. Sometimes you wonder. They've left the word of God and they want they want foolish things. They want foolish things. You see, the word works. God's word works. That is what you need. You don't need any other thing. You don't need the word of God does not need help. It does not need to be helped. Jesus didn't require help with the word. He released the word for people to be saved. He released the word for people to be healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deed. 
says he shall be blessed in his deed. He shall be blessed in every single thing that he does. He shall be blessed. Every single thing that he does will work. Every single thing that he does will work. Great is the fall of those who are hearers only. They just hear it. And don't do it. They neglect it. When a challenge comes, why do you think you are hearing the word of God? So that when the challenge comes, you know what to do with yourself. So that you can succeed. The Bible says, count all joy when you go through diverse tests. When pressure comes, a lot of people cry and ask questions. God, why? Why me? No, that is not the perfect will of God. The perfect will of God is that you stand strong and glide with the wind. We are, we are eagles, right? We glide with the wind. The strongest winds is what carries us higher and higher and higher. Challenges are, not, are not, challenges are not meant to break you. They are meant to take you higher. Hallelujah. They are meant to take you higher. Okay? So refuse to be poor. Refuse to be broke. Refuse to be sick. Refuse to be unfruitful in every single thing in life. I'm fruitful. I bear fruit on every side. I bear fruit in my body. I bear fruit in my soul. I bear fruit in, in the spirit. I bear fruit on every side. I produce results. I don't lack fruits. I have something to show for life. I have something to show for life. Don't wait until you are 40 before you take the word of God serious. Take it serious now. Paul told Timothy, he says, you've known the scriptures from a young age. You've known it from a young age. And you know that the scriptures are able to make you wise. Say, I'm a doer of the word. Say, I'm a doer of the word. Say, I speak the word of God. In every single situation of my life. And I rule and reign. I rule and reign. I rule and reign. I don't know if you've noticed this particular thing that is written most of the time. God reigns. God does reign. It's the truth. But we reign together with him. Hallelujah. So when you say God reigns, see I reign with him. When someone says God reigns, see I reign with him. I'm reigning in life by one man, Jesus Christ. I reign as a king here on earth. In the name of the Lord Jesus. This earth is mine. This world is mine. We'll lift the world, shake it and put us back there and die and go away. Yeah. See, I'll be noticed before I leave. Yeah, don't just come and exit. Some people entered and exited the world. They just entered and nobody knew when they came. Nobody knew when they exited. Their abilities didn't even notice it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. See, I'm different. See, I'm different. I'm different. Rise up on your feet and just begin to speak in the language of the Spirit. And thank God for what He has shared with you. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. God bless you.